remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not too cooked for bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. Ta-da. Peru. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. He had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Knudsen, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Grabbing Lunch, episode 37, 3 and 7, a couple of my favorite numbers. Uh, episode 37, this is my lunch with Esther Pavitsky and Chris Porter. Esther and Chris, Chris and Esther, good times with good people, uh, hilarious comedians, and uh, really good eggs. So we had a good time. Um, you will get to hear that good time that we shared in moments. Um, I will say, if you have the internet and want to go to madknudsen.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com, give it a surf. Um, hitting the road here pretty soon, going to be in the High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver, Colorado, that is coming up August 21st through the 24th, 2014. I'm also hitting some uh, some dates along the way, Salt Lake City, Cheyenne, Wyoming. So check it out, mattknutson.com. It's all in support of my new album, American. Okay, enough about me. Well, maybe a little bit more about me. I think you're great. Okay. My guest for lunch today, Esther Pavitsky. Uh, you have seen Esther. Uh, she was on Comedy Central in Adam Devine's House Party. She had a hilarious set on there. She also has a, a web series for MTV called Hot Chicks with Esther and her own podcast, Weird Adults, on Feral Audio. You've also uh, heard her on the Joe Rogan podcast, Adam Carolla. Uh, she is a... Uh, Claire's comedian, very unique. And actually, we just shot a commercial together uh, for Benjamin Moore Paint. So if she didn't have enough going on without the paint commercial, this just this just takes takes it to the next level. Uh, you can find her on Twitter and link to uh, things uh, that I spoke of uh, through that. Her her Twitter is at Little Esther uh, L I T T L E. E-S-T-H-E-R, at the Lester on Twitter. And uh, from there, you can also link to her web series and uh, or just Google Esther Pavitsky. How's that? Uh, and not that it would be too difficult to discern the voices at the table for lunch, but uh, as I always do, Esther Pavitsky sounds like this. It's not even about late. It's just like I should be getting my greens in early. I, I want to kill myself. I'll take it back. Spoiler alert, Esther did not kill herself. Instead, she lived, and we had a blast. All right, uh, my next guest is Chris Porter. You know-slash-love Chris Porter. He was in uh, Last Comic Standing. He also had his own half-hour Comedy Central Presents, which is uh, quite an accomplishment. Every comedian tries to tries to get one of those, and he got it, and it was great. You can find him online. Uh, his website is Chris Porter, C H R I S P O R T E R is funny.com. Chris Porter is funny, 
Twitter.com. Uh, and also on Twitter, at I am Chris Porter. Uh, you can go on his website, find a link to his new album, Screaming from the Cosmos, which is a, a CD and a DVD. Chris is on the road all the time. He's probably coming to a city near you soon, so, uh, so make sure and find tickets. Go out and support him live. ChrisPorterIsFunny.com. And for the record, Chris Porter sounds like this. People that work at my Starbucks, I'll see them out and about. They're like, Chris. I'm like, ah. Uh, there's nothing worse than having someone say hello to you outside of the context in which you know them and you not being able to remember who they are. Happens to all of us. But you know you're listening to the Grabbing Lunch podcast. You can go to grabbinglunch.com where you can see pictures of my guests, hyperlink to conversation topics that we touch upon over lunch, uh, listen to previous episodes, or God bless you, even make a donation to the show. And a portion of every donation made goes to support the L.A. Food Bank here in Los Angeles. All of that and oh so much more at grabbinglunch.com, at grabbinglunch on Twitter, facebook.com slash grabbinglunch. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, et all. It's the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. New episodes come out every Saturday, including this episode with Esther Pavitsky and Chris Porter at the Evo Kitchen in West Hollywood. Let's eat. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, do you mind getting some of the Jane pen? Um, yes, can I have a coffee? Yeah. Two, two, coffees. two coffees. Do you guys want to do soy or creamer? Do you have almond milk? We don't have almond milk. What do you have? Soy or 2%. Um, do you have stevia? Oh, yeah, we have stevia. Okay, can I have some stevia and, uh, do you have just half and half then? No, just 2%. Okay, I'll just have 2%. Okay. Um, yeah, 2% would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Unfortunately, the stevia has been poisoned. I don't know if you were a Breaking Bad fan. No. Did you said? That was like one of the big reveals, like this woman always like got stevia in her coffee and then uh, Brian Cranston's character, like he put like the special poison and she's like, ah. Really? Yeah. I remember talking to people because I didn't know it was a real brand. I just thought it was like a made-up brand because I don't know what brand would be like. What you're gonna tell people there's well, poison? It's not a brand. It's like a type of sugar. Oh. So that maybe that clears <laughs> So they can't lay it on just one person. Right. Right. Stevia, yeah, it's confusing because it does sound like a perfect brand. Right. They're like, all right, we need a made-up brand yeah. so we can poison it. How about stevia? It's like that's why we have you here, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, it's just like. A, a, a no calorie, like natural sweetener. Right. Air quoted natural. Gonna, yeah, it's probably gonna kill me. Yeah, that's the big reveal in like three years. Like, oh, I can't believe we were. Of course. Uh, I'm gonna set my alarm. Yeah, so do I your thing. Don't it's... not pay my That's the one thing. Actually, they were doing some uh, like public hearings in Los Angeles, and Mayor Garcetti is like hearing from the public about parking enforcement and stuff. Yeah. And how they're like, hey, you get a ticket for a meter. It's like 65 bucks. I know. Yeah. It's insane. So people were just going, they were up in arms because like, if you make like 10 bucks an hour and you work a 40 hour week, that's $400. And you get one ticket, you know, that's, that's a bite. Yeah. That's a bite. 
It's insane. I mean, I it's like, I feel like in my budget, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to pay this much per year on tickets. Like, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, so sad but true. Wow, look at those big, big coffees. I know. Well it's done. Like exciting. Yeah. It's gonna be good. You usually have the coffee that's like two sips, and then you end up looking for the person like, I can. Give more. I can never have enough coffee, guys. What kind yeah. of coffee? organic coffee. Oh, nice. Mm. It's a little bit darker. Cool. Yeah, a friend of mine has a jug, and it's one of those ones that, Chris Supporter. What's up, man? How are you? Good to see you. Oh, are you kidding me? You're right on time, buddy. Uh, we were just talking about parking tickets and how it, you get one, and it's like $65, and it'll just Wait, are we recording? Day. Yeah, this is, yeah. Oh, no. What did I you just you said the f bomb several times. So. I'm so insecure right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I I here's the thing. I always just like whenever I sit down, I just hit record, even if I'm sitting by myself, because you never can tell when someone's gonna walk in. Oh. And oh my there's God, not like a red so light intense. where you're like, Esther right. hit it. That is true. Puts me more in my head than anything else. Okay. You know? So it's, it's much more organic. It's much more organic. Which is, at the, we're at the perfect place for that. <laughs> at the Evo Kitchen. Yes. Well put, Chris. Um, get what? You brought your own coffee. Well put. I did. I didn't know what was happening here. That's all right. I'm not a. This is my first time to the Evo. This is my first time too. But I. Eat. It's my second time. I'm gonna be honest. Yes. Well, they won you over. Yeah, they did. The, I. My friend always gets the breakfast pizza, which is really amazing. <laughs> Um, I might get it. Yeah. Most of the time, the breakfast pizza is just from the night before, but it's just like all no. cold and congealed and it's cheese. You're wrong. That is so traumatizing. That's the college. That's right. <laughs> breakfast pizza. You're like hungover. He's like, oh man. This is the like high class, fancy, true breakfast pizza. Right. It's a pizza with some cracked eggs on it. You know what? I'm going to order that, and I haven't even looked at the menu. I'm going to get the breakfast pizza. Wow, you are really trusting. Yeah. I'm even going to look at the menu, and I'm probably—I know I'm probably going to get it, but right. I still don't see. I know I should get a salad, but yeah, get whatever you want. <laughs> it's how how much could you mess up pizza? You know? Yeah. Also, why do you need a salad? You weigh like four. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even about weight. It's just like I should be getting my greens in early. I. I want to kill myself. I'll take it back. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, yeah, slowly <laughs> but you. surely. But I, wait, when we ran into you, you were like sweating from an intense workout. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Where were you coming from anyway? See, you never like, hour. run into somebody on the street that you know. That's one of the tenants of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's you know. rare. It's rare. Definitely rare. Uh, yeah, the 24-hour fitness that's right there at the Arclight. Was... Nice. Yeah, and I drink, you know, especially if I'm here for a while, I'll, I'll drink that pre-workout stuff that really gets you going. What's that? Whey powder. What is that? I want it. <laughs> just to sit, chill, still happy. <laughs> you don't, though. If you drink it and then you don't do anything, you just sit there and you're like, just... Would you like a coffee, Chris? I brought one. I'm sorry. No, you're totally fine. I just okay. want to... Do you guys know each other? Yeah, no, I Or do you just know him? Whoa. Oh, that's so funny. I, at first he was like... What the heck? Is that comedian Chris Horner? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. No, it's like, hey, that's a good, you know, good for you. I like that move. I believe they're called Champagne Problems. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how cool is that move? Like, hey, here's, I know your name. 
Right. We're familiar. Yeah. <laughs> like I've tried it a couple one. of times, but I'm apparently I'm a terrible name guesser. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't guess. You just have to like, like they have Alan, to have like an what's embroidered. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm Samantha. Oh, yeah. Well, I got Next. a nickname for you. It's, a, it's our own little private nickname, Ellen. Ellen. Now I always do the thing like, because I mean, with what we do, you 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 literally meet hundreds. And thousands of people, and yeah. also there's another like level of presence where maybe you're like on TV, you're in in something, or you put out a web video, and they're like, "Oh, Chris, I know," you know, you're like, you always give it the benefit of the doubt. If I'm really, there were a few years where I'm sure everyone thought I was a giant dickhead just because <laughs> I didn't remember. I chose not to, and and try not to remember. I didn't. I didn't try not to, I just didn't try to remember people's right. names. Yeah. That's hard, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I would be pretty fucked up at the comedy clubs and sure. not really wanting to be there most of the time. And so right. people would be like, yeah, we did that show together. And I'd just be like, nope, yeah. don't remember it. Well, also, there's so many people who start comedy for like a year and a half or <laughs> six months and then they quit. And it's like, why did I get to know you? You're already <laughs> back in Wichita. Like, what was the point? And, it, and it's all very contextual. We're colleagues. It's all also very contextual with me. If I don't see you where I normally see you, I'm going to have a tough time. True. Unless we hung out. Like, obviously, if I see you other places. Right, right. But if we met, like, people that work at my Starbucks, I'll see them out and about. I'm like, Chris. I'm like, ah. Like, Starbucks? I'm like, that's it. That and you just keep making that me. noise. That happened to me with uh, a Dairy Queen employee. Oh, I was yeah. at a movie theater and they're like, Esther, size medium blizzard. And I was like, oh my god, I have to leave this town. And I did. <laughs> I have to leave this town when I did because they knew your order in there. I mean, I was going to Dairy Queen every night with my mom and dad when I was like in my 20s. Like, I had to move. Where did you grow up? Uh, in the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, Illinois. okay. Yeah. I, to this day, as a matter of fact, when I was in Hartford, I got some, but if I see a Dairy Queen sign, the eight-year-old kid in me still yes. gets excited. There's something about living in Los Angeles. We don't have them here, so you go no. out there, you're like, yeah! It's so good, too. It's just, like, nostalgic. What do you get? I get a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. I get a peanut butter cup. I, I go peanut butter cup and cookie dough because mm-hmm. oh I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what adults do. Can I tell you something <laughs> really weird? Well, no, when, when your mom, you know, I'm like, I want two tops. She's like, you, when you pay for your blizzard, you can have two tops. Yeah. <laughs> like, now I'm paying for my blizzard. Goddamn right I'm going to have two tops. That right. is actually the Paris Hilton milkshake at Millions of Milkshake. I'm sorry oh, for the bubble, but you have the same taste as Paris Hilton. Mm. And I used to and love... Paris Hilton. Both of them, they get that. I, used to, I still love Millions of Milkshakes. I never go because the ambiance is so terrible. I can't believe you know about Millions of Milkshakes. Yeah, I've like never no heard of Millions of Milkshakes in my That's so cool. It's in Boys Town. What's Hollywood? Yeah. If you it, go in, it's like blasting nightclub music. Yeah, it's like if you walk into the, the milkshake place, do that, you know? <laughs> it, there's like celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a, it's like TMZ lobby yeah. of a milkshake. Oh, <laughs> they have a constant feed of all the celebrities that have been there to make milkshakes yeah. and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, it, and then, they have, and then in another thing, they have like a Twitter feed of where, like, it's like a gossip Twitter feed of yes. like where all the celebrities yes, are right they now. Do. Oh my god! And it's just like and every celebrity has their own milkshake and their own, or like Sunday. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's is all fruit based, which right. is kind of disappointing. And disappears every six months. <laughs> it goes into like rehab or something. They have the most like 
they have some of the weirdest, like most obscure celebrities yeah, too. Yeah, and seven minutes in there feels like an hour. <laughs> I believe that. Just because it's so intense. Wow. And you know, that's not really my scene. I'm sure if I was a 23 year old Asian chick, you're like, this is the greatest place that I've ever Yeah. Why should I replace like this? But for a 35 year old adult from Kansas, right. uh, you're just like, give me the fuck. Get I just me want the fuck this amazing. As a matter of fact, parking is so bad there That's that I'll so usually bad. take somebody and yeah. make them go in and I'll just drive around and listen to Bob Seger. Wow. When I first came to LA, I Uber. was there so often and just like parking illegally in a bank at like one in the morning. Because it's open like till 4 a.m. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they so know what bad. they're doing. Wow. wow. <laughs> they was know. that the weird thing that you were going to say that Chris is, you said, you want to know a weird thing? Was it that he got the same thing as Paris Hilton? Yeah, wow, but he funny. probably knew it. Yeah, because he's always there. They call me Paris Porter there. You yeah. must live in West Hollywood if you know about it. Or I, I do not. I uh, I have a I have an affinity for milkshakes. And I love milkshakes. I uh, one night was like, where can I get a good milkshake? And luckily it was like on a Sunday night, and that's where I went. And I was like, this might be the greatest milkshake I've ever had. Wow. And then I took some, and then I took another buddy of mine from Texas there, and he's just like, this is beyond right. ridiculous. Right. But again, you pay for it, not just with money, but with pieces of your soul. <laughs> and extreme inconvenience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you earn it. Right. How's your milkshake? What? Yeah, it's I worth it. Swear. That's all you say. It's just worth it. It's worth every minute. Uh, there's also Foster's Freeze. I haven't tried that yet, but I really want to. They got some good stuff without the 23-year-old Asian synth Yeah, they're the Musso and Franks of the ice cream world, I feel like. And then you're a... Foster's Freeze. Yeah, they're the old school. I remember my aunt and uncle, when they lived out here, they lived behind one in Santa Monica. I need to try it. By the cemetery. Yeah, like, yeah, what, 22nd in Pico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also That's just heard of this thing called, like, Rita's Freezes. They're, like, these gelato, like, never mind. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I love Italian the Italian especially frozen things. stuff. I just saw them on Instagram. And they opened a giant candy store near my apartment, and that's become a huge What candy store? Sweet. Where? Where are it's you? at Hollywood Highland. <laughs> oh, are, are you thinking of, oh, sweet, you're right. And they also opened a... A sugar factory. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's a cavity central. Wow. <laughs> like they should just have like a dental school next to it. They <laughs> it is where you go to get like the cheap fillings. Like I don't have insurance. Yeah. I gotta go to that dental school by sweet. This filling's made of post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it replaced every four weeks. I was I'm very fortunate in the fact that my uncle, who loves me dearly, is my is a dentist. Oh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> That's so cool. I don't think I've ever paid more than $150 for anything. That was just uh, supplies. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I had to charge you for the porcelain. Yeah, I, I so, can't. Yeah. No, he. Of course, I have to come in during like his lunch break, but that's that's his problem. Sure, he's like eating a sandwich over your yeah. mouth. Chris, just stay still. I, I got this. <laughs> when I first moved to LA, I went home. I like didn't. I still haven't like become a California resident. Like I still do everything like doctors and stuff in Illinois. Mm. And I was I was out here for a year, and I went home, and I had to do my like dentist checkup, and I had four cavities. My dad was just like, "What the fuck are you doing in LA?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you gained twenty pounds, and you have four cavities. Like, you gained twenty pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually... Did your dad say that to you? 
what? That you gained 20 pounds? My mom probably said that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, like, it's more of a mom. Yeah, you went from 70 to 85. Do you guys like, what? put in any orders for food or snacks? Um, yeah. I think we're ready to order awesome. some food. Let's do it. Um, after you, Esther. Okay, I'm gonna first. have a breakfast pizza okay. with no potato. A little too much starch. Understood. Oh, great. Gluten free. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to kill myself already. And then, uh, <laughs> is the sausage spicy? It's not spicy. It's not lentil. It's not. Mm -hmm. okay. The only thing we put in it is salt. So okay, I'll do that. Awesome. Deal, deal. And for you, Mike? Can I just get eggs or is that Gross. not a thing? With it's not a thing. Okay. But we could do um, one of, like a breakfast wrap or the seasonal veggie omelet wrap. We could do it without a wrap in a bowl if you'd like. That sounds like way too intense. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. just, I'll do the baked hot wings. Good choice. With ranch. My stomach is gonna hate me. No. This is you like, live you live life once, man. You're just tall. You can't handle anything. But well, yeah, but so you can't start off with buffalo wings. <laughs> That's it. You know what the best is? I have a girl that comes in here like maybe four times a week, and she always starts her whole thing off, doesn't get anything except for a root beer foot. Really? And she's in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, doesn't that like throw you off for your day? She's like, no, man. It's like having like an alcoholic problem, you know, yeah, but yeah. With, with sweets. And That's so, yeah. Oh, no, no. Don't worry. I, I throw it up. Yeah. It's it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm bulimic. This oh, is going to okay. be all over awesome. our fitness <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do the breakfast pizza too with, awesome. with the works. Um, I guess. Sausage as opposed to avocado. Deal. And do you want to do gluten-free as well or multi-grain? Um, multi-grain. Let's get crazy. Sure, let's awesome. go crazy. Sounds good, you guys. Thank My name's Bree if you need anything. Thank okay? you, Bree. Absolutely. Can I get some water with some yeah, water? Oh, yeah, three, water. three water should be good. All around. And my doctor says I'm not eating enough gluten, so I gotta, oh, really? get, gotta, get, I gotta get the gluten in. You've got the opposite problem of all of Los Angeles. <laughs> You're not getting enough gluten. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know gluten was a thing until like, oh, Look, six. Look, I, I hate this because it's like everywhere I go, I always eat gluten-free and everyone like thinks I'm monster no, but I'm telling you look I don't have a gluten allergy so I'm not it's not that but I'm saying, I read this book about how gluten is bad for your brain and now I'm scared of it. It's good enough and my wife has allergy stuff too so we are very particular you're not getting any level of judgment from me <laughs> I can feel it from Chris though. Well, Chris, yeah. I wrote a book sure. that said eight track sound better than anything ever so I'm just saying you can't believe everything you read. <laughs> I read this article I'm online. I'm just going through this phase please just wait it out with me. Right. I'm not marrying you until you start eating gluten. Yeah. It's true. I mean, why why not get, especially in a restaurant, get everything exactly the way you want it? You're not like trying to please them. Like, this well, is your you don't meal. Be too picky. You're going to give them money. The, then they're in the back going, oh, you want it this way? Well, let's rub it around my dick. <laughs> right? Yeah. It'll be gluten free. It won't be dick free. Yeah. Hate, like, oh, no. Like, I hate being that guy. Like, I'm gonna order something like I'll do it at comedy clubs all the time because mm -hmm. comedy clubs have terrible food. Yeah. And I'll just be like, I'm gonna make something out of all this on the menu. That's cool. And you're gonna have to deal do with it. Do you have any tips for what to do? Good, good like question. I just like I get away from the fried chicken. Like, like mm -hmm. if I want a chicken sandwich and they, I'll just if, if like if I want a buffalo chicken sandwich and they it's fried, I'll just be like, you're gonna have to make it grilled. I want a grilled chicken sandwich. Right. And like do stuff like that. And they're just like, yeah, we can do that. And you can do that when you're, the reason people are coming to a restaurant 
But if you're just showing up, I feel like there's a limit of what you can. Yeah. I'm just gonna make it up as I go. Right. <laughs> Listen, I know this is a Mexican restaurant, but I am really How's wanting pasta. You got your spaghetti. Yeah. What I need. This is what I need. Just take the flour tortilla, cut it into strips. Yeah. Boil it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Put some marinara, some meatballs. Yeah, yeah, it's easy peasy. Yeah, I saw your name at the Cincinnati Funny Bone website. That would have been incorrect. It was one Funny Bone. It was something. Oh, it was Hartford or maybe. Like yesterday, I don't know what happened, but all the Funny Bones started following me on Twitter. And I think there's like 14 of them. You're ready to feature. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I think I maybe follow like one or two of them. And yeah. so I just went down, you know, on the profile, they have the link to their site. And I clicked, and the first picture that came up was Chris This Porter. ugly mug? Right. Yeah, I was just in Hartford, which, yeah, uh, that was it. Not, a, not a great club. The staff's fun. But, you know, those clubs, they're starting to put clubs in malls. Is that bad? Okay. <laughs> that sounds so fun to me. From a guy that... Right by a dress barn. Yeah. I mean, comedy's supposed to be in a dark, seedy bar. Right. You know, with low ceilings, and it's supposed to be... It's supposed, there should be some fear of, of rape. <laughs> thievery. Oh, there so should you're be describing sm- the comedy story? Exactly, right exactly. Maybe not as, maybe not to that extent. Right. Uh, the but comedy store. Like, you know, when I, you know, we came up when club, you know, clubs were downtown. They were kind of, you know, they were kind of dark. They were kind of sketchy. And that's mm-hmm. what made it fun. And that's what made the audiences fun. And then these mall crowds, you're starting to get the TGIF people. And all these, all these folks that are, that would never go to a bar. Like, like the clubs that I started in. Right. And, and so it's a different, it's a completely different vibe. I understand. It'd be like the difference between playing the comedy store and playing a bar show? the Irvine Improv. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they're not as open. Hey, yeah. Anytime I see, there's like, there's a couple things I look out for. Like if I, if I'm like looking out in the crowd, if I see anyone wearing cap out. Or any kind of yeah, like UFC, I'm like, oh no, I'm not sure we're gonna. Well, no, in my experience, those people aren't giant fans of nuance, and that's not that's, making a blanket statement. But. I guess yeah. that's true. I because I like I a couple years ago did Joe Rogan's podcast and through that I love like Joe Rogan. all of, he's great. I feel he's like great. everyone that cares about me in terms of comedy is like from his fan base, and they're all like, I guess his fans are different. They're a little right. like smarter and. More They're educated and comedy centric. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. And I, and I always fairly well read statements like that, so I yeah. would, would no, draw I that. No, I get bread. it though. Yeah, but that's the thing is like the guys that actually I, I don't want to say earned the tap out, but the people that actually <laughs> fight and do that stuff and wear the tap out, those guys were all right. It's the idiots that don't fight that just want to look like tap out guys. That's cool. <laughs> those are the guys you're like. You know, right. get get the part away from me. Hey, check out my barbed wire sleeve yeah, tattoo. Yeah. Like, oh no! Also, check out my thirty pound gut. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it with yeah, his hands yeah. too. Uh, my dietitian tapped out. <laughs> <laughs>
could be sitting next to the most popular. You are. You are. <laughs> you are. Hello. Who? Esther. Oh, Esther who? <laughs> right. She was on what now? I'm a web it's series star. Little Esther. Oh, little Esther. Oh, Esther. I had no idea. Yeah, I told you when we were working together, I thought your web thing was awesome. Oh, thank With those I, models? Did you see her? Nothing. Was that the thing you did with MTV? Yes, it was their website. Yeah. I was Douglas with... and Hop's joint? Yes. I love that guy. Esther and I worked together right before she was shooting that, and she was growing all of her body hair out. (laughs) (laughs) It was notes from MTV, do not shave. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. That's like the second... Like thing in entertainment that I'm like I'm gonna need leg hair for this. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, was it last week or two weeks ago? I played Esther's dad. Oh my god! I could not. I, it you. was just so random and so funny. When we I've ran into you, in, we were leaving from the fitting. Oh, that's right. And I've seen you in some commercials where you play like a dad or something, and I'm like, that's so funny. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna try and talk someone out of hiring. No, me. not at all. You'd be a good dad. Oh, great. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely great, right. Yeah. Good <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Tell my eight orphan children that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any kids, but I do on TV. Yeah, yeah, and I'm one of them. I'm always the good gothic teenage daughter. That's, Amazing. Actually, I'm not always. I had a, this is like the first commercial I did in like four years. But <laughs> It was great. It was Great. It was great. We were like in some Benjamin Moore. We uh, lived in a bounce house. Oh, okay. Wait, are like, we not supposed to talk about uh, I think we'll come out by the time I release okay. this. They said it was like coming out in early July or something. Oh, oh really? I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. yeah. They had like, we had like awkward family photos. We were like all wearing denim and like. Those were funny. I think I want to show this one. Yes, please. <laughs> it was so random and, and strange. And I have to say, sometimes you work with those people and people can be a little more jaded. These people were so nice. They were so, so like, the agency, like, guy friended me on Facebook. And oh, like, nice. Hey, buddy. And it's just like, you, there's certain overtures you can't make. You know, those have to be, like, a, a one-way street. Yeah. But if he does that, you're like, well, that's just, that's really cool. You can't be the guy that stalks the EP and is yeah. like, just wanted to say, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> my god. Can I see? Yeah. What do you got? Oh, I didn't even see that one. Can you text me that? Yeah. For those that of you listening, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, we're they look like Canadian <laughs> family dance yes. crew. Yeah, my There's, face though. I'm did you like, kill it? Yeah. Damn sure. You look like a 14 year old. I don't want to be here. It's true. I think also too, because you're you're a comedian, it 
you can come up with lines and situations that like a, a normal teenager wouldn't like, yeah. you know. I remember we did that thing in the garage, like marriage advice. We shot a video like a month ago. Esther was killing it. She impressed the shit out of me, not only at the comedy store, but when she was on Midnight, just the quickness of it. What was it, at Midnight? Well, yeah. yeah, she went oh, on cool. at Midnight and just the, the sheer quit, like, how long have you been doing it? Doing stand-up? Yeah. Close to six years. Yeah, like someone at her level being that quick and that comfortable on mm-hmm. television. Again, not trying to stroke your ego, Dick. Well, you are. Your ego, Dick. Go on. Thank you. Like I, you guys yeah, are so just, nice. Right. I was like, she is fucking killing it. Out yeah. There. Thank you. So, I think half the battle is just being yourself. Yeah. You like work through the point until you're like, you know, I'm so. Even if I can fake relaxation yeah. and I can come as close to myself on stage and off stage, yeah. that's half that's of it. Like, that's probably what all I have going for me because I'm not a good joke writer. Right. I'm just like good at being honest. Uh, honest. That's like, so. You guys great. are great joke writers. Like I don't. I'll never. I think. Mean, well, I think come you on. might sell yourself short. I think. I agree. That, that meme I saw was is a very good joke. But, uh, I. Uh, Going out on our first date with a guy I've been sleeping with for three months. Oh, thank you. Like, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant joke. Yeah. But that was just like a thing. Like it wasn't a joke. It's just like, yeah, it's I did true. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no self worth. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing funnier about saying the honest thing that everyone in the room is sharing. Absolutely. You, there's yeah. a denial of that. Like a friend of mine was telling me that he went to some friend show and like the guy like went up on stage and like on his way up on stage he like hit his head or something on like some pipe or some piece of the mm-hmm. set and it was like blood on the side of his was like running down his face and he never talked about it at all. He had like blood running That's down his face. So he's still trying to like do his act like it wasn't a thing. And it's just like, <laughs> how can you not talk about blood running down your face when it's the only thing anyone cares about? I had a buddy of mine, he cut himself shaving right before he went on stage, <laughs> you know, like at the condo or whatever. Yeah. And it was one of those cuts that just wouldn't stop. Uh, and he the said facial he, cuts are the he worst. He said he did the, the whole hour. He was like on stage and he kept talking about it. And he said the next time he came into town, this guy showed up. He's like, you going to do that shaving thing again? It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's the worst. You have that like improvised moment and then you like, I'm going to write that down. Try it again. <laughs> yeah, <we're>, <laughs> yes, yes. That is my like MO. Oh, my God. There's been a, but there's a few things that have happened to me personally that I've tried to make funny. Like, I got hit in the head with a golf ball and I had a brain surgery when I was 17. Holy shit. And it kept me out of the Navy. Wow. Thus cut me out of the Iraq War. Wow. And, like, I've tried to tell that story a couple of times and people are just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not, not funny in the least. Doesn't work. <laughs> probably took 30 years off my life. Am I right, everyone? Hey. No, no, Chris. Hey, I didn't get to fight for our country because I was smoking pot because of my head injury. Hello? Uh, hey. hey, fuck the troops. Am I right? <laughs> fuck the troops. Play more golf. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just not relatable. Yeah, I, I never got hit once. Yeah, yeah. right. It's not relatable. Oh, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, great. it is weird though, because you are like, there are things like that that all you want to do is make them bits because you know they'll be epic. But it's like, because when I, my dad was like a compulsive gambler, and I'm always trying to work that out on stage, and I'm just like, the people are sad. This right. is not good. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you can eat the. But I think eventually you get through it. I, like, yeah. Kevin Hart has some stuff about his dad being a coke addict and mm. like coming really? in with his 
no underwear on and sweatpants, just the things and like, wow. I'm sure the first couple of times he was telling those stories, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't get <laughs> until he found the, the dick just wombling around like there's right. the funny, right. but I'm sure there wasn't a lot of hilarity in a coke addict father for sure. quite some time. Especially after you tell the story after, my dad's in the front row, give it up for my yeah, dad. Yeah, he was a coke addict, like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Look at him, he's selling that guy's shoe right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even in the past like three, four years, I've had always like, like jokes and one-liners and stuff, but when you stretch out and can do a story that has the jokes and one-liners in, it's taking the 30 seconds and making it five minutes that's even more fun and easier for, at least for me, to like lay more personality in. Helps. I don't think I will ever tell a story on stage. I, I don't. I wish that I could because I want to have more material so badly. But <laughs> I will never. Because I just. I feel like I. I can't do it. Like I'm not a storyteller. I just. I wish I was. I feel like if six years of stand up, I should be able to like hang out with people and tell the best stories. Yeah. But I can't. Like right. it's just not. Yeah. You don't have to tell a story as much as a collection of jokes with the same narrative. That's true. Oh, hey man. Again, it's different. like. And that's what I, you know, when I would do Kyle Cease's thing, or whenever I talk to young comics, it's just like, the audience doesn't need closure. They just need to know what they need to know to get the joke, and then hear the joke, and then move on. Right. Because so many young comics are like, and then at the end, after all the funny stuff, they're like, and then grandma lived. And like, don't give a fuck. Like, no one cares about your grandma. Right. You just want to hear about, you just want to hear the jokes. It's really. I can hear the audience going back to their car. What happened to his grandma? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's, it's um, never happened. That anecdote didn't really button up. What is the Kyle Cease thing? Like, he, go, he just does, like. Well, okay, Kyle me. kind of bamboozled Brett Ernst and I. Well. Uh, we just thought. I can cut. We just I'll thought, cut all this stuff out. You can, oh, no, yeah. it's fine. Uh, Kyle's a great guy. Uh, we thought we were just doing a stand-up workshop, and then when the and then we and that's what we were doing. We did straight stand-up stuff, and then when the video when the trailer came out, I didn't see it, but Ernst called me and it's like, you need to get this dude to get this trailer off. It's some Tony Robbins bullshit. And is it a movie? No, it's it, he was trying to pitch like a course, oh. and people paid good money to fly out here and take this course, and. He got some great comics to come in. People learned a lot, but he kind of went off on this whole, I'm going to make you find yourself so that you can become a headliner in one week, which can't be done. Uh, and, it, and listen, if you want to find yourself, there should be a camp for that. And if you want to be a stand-up comic, oh, there should be a camp for yeah. that. You can't combine those. That's There's a, a whole other element, too. It's just like, even if you have an hour... Other things need to be in play for you to be a headliner. Because you go out and you're like, I got the hour. And then eight people show up when the club's 250. And you're like, well, when can I come back? It's just, um, you can never Yeah, as soon as you have a sitcom, you can come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so many young comics don't understand. It's like, I get 45 minutes, why aren't I headlining? It's because no one gives a fuck. No one cares. I have a close friend of mine that I love and think is funny, but he's always like, I did 90 minutes. And I'm like... Shut, who cares? Yeah. No one cares. And really, anyone can stand on stage for care. 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all of us can do it. It doesn't make it, it doesn't mean that you should be on stage for 90 minutes <laughs> to see that. Yeah. And uh, even when I get like get north of like 45 and get into like the hour the territory, I mean, I, I kind of play it by air. Mm. But I feel a little self-conscious, like, I think. Oh, 
I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah, and then also, if it's like the early show and they gotta turn the room around, and some guy's like, I'm killing, I'm not getting off. It's just like, yeah, then the 10 o'clock show starts at 10.40. And well, and if you never killed before, that's the other thing. That's yeah, the way, yeah. oh, well, I was killing. Well, that will happen again. Yeah. If that's new to you, then stop. Uh, yeah, I know I got the light, but I was killing. Yeah. No one gets off stage because they want to. You do it as a courtesy to everyone involved. Absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and, you and you're killing at 45 minutes. You might be tanking at 50. Yeah. You don't know. So get off stage. Right. right. Do you like to hit the road at all, or are you kind of mix of the two? I, I'm, I'm like a really good feature act trapped in an open micro spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not quite ready to... I, I did a one headlining weekend, and it was it went really well, and I like was really happy with it, but I don't... I, I can do 40, and that's right. not quite enough. Yeah. And I, that's like pushing. Right. Like, I'm, I'm you have to have been on Mad TV to do for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you break out your last 20 minutes of all characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not quite. And I'm also just not into like the traveling aspect yet. I don't know. I think I'm not. That's not my path, at least yet. Yeah. I also yeah. hate flying. And I'm just not ready to. Yeah. I kind of made that choice like uh, a few years ago because I used to road dog a lot more than I do now, but now I, I do more selected dates and festivals and stuff and stay in town for acting and writing and you know, other stuff. Benjamin Moore commercials. Right. <laughs> I don't have a P or I don't have a theatrical or a commercial agent, so I'm on the road till I die. Yeah, well, yeah you're like the comic. real deal. You're yeah. always yeah. climbing somewhere. Yeah, and that's great. But, you know, I would like to... I'm, I don't want to act like I don't feel, uh, you know, I, I'm very lucky to do what I do, but I would, like I spent five weeks in LA for the first time since 07. Wow. That was, a, that was the longest sustained period of time. Amazing. Wow, look at this, breakfast pizza. Holy moly. Thank you. It's got a scrambled egg on top of it. It's got sausage. This is working in every way. Uh, Do you guys need anything else? Another coffee would be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll bring some You doing all right on coffee, Esther? Oh, yeah. More than good. Uh, five weeks in. in five weeks. That's in, seven years, man. Yeah. That's and amazing. So it's like, but that it's, it's also very scary. The fact that, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to maintain a life of any sort. <laughs> or, uh, relationships, pets, or even like, you know, when I come into town off the road, I have to go out when it's the last thing I want to do. Just because you have to make yourself part of the scene or you'll yeah. be forgotten. The hang. The hang. And so... Anytime anyone asks me, like, like well, how do you do comedy? Why, how do you get in? It's just like, go to the place where it's happening and yeah. be good company. Yeah. That's be a true. good That's person a good around. Call. Yeah. Yeah. That's be all. good company, I like that. Yeah. And really being a good person is oh huge because there's so little of that. <laughs> like, and that's and that's the thing, is like I don't hang out with the people I necessarily think are the funniest. I hang out with the people that I want to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, Amen to that. Especially too, there's there's thousands and thousands and thousands. Not just like comedians, but Actors, writers, whatever your, your pursuit is, yeah. there's enough to say no to shitty people. Well, and there's, yeah. and have you noticed that the people that are actually successful and funny are usually not the douchebags? 
It's always the ones that have the least amount of talent. And Something to prove. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. Like he's he's got. I'm not gonna mention his name, but he's got and he's gotten a million times better than he was. But there's a cat that used to that roams the comedy store that had a giant chip on his shoulder from day one, and then got called out by about four comics in front of everybody. Right. Like you have no reason to have this. I'm holier than thou attitude. You're, you're garbage. Right. And you know sometimes it takes someone to do that, but it's like. I see interviews from like with like Ron Howard, who like had a completely legit acting career, mm-hmm. walked away. He's like, I'm just gonna direct, only directs. But you see him sitting down, and just like, boy, I just, I'm so lucky to be doing what I'm doing. He's multimillionaire. Yeah. Imagine entertainment. Probably a billionaire at this point. Probably a billionaire. He's like, I'm just gonna work with the people that I want. I'm gonna enjoy my life. And just like, no. that's oh, what Sandler's doing. Every shitty movie he makes, he's like, oh, I just, it's a paid vacation for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just go hang out with the people I want to hang out with and make a movie eight-year-olds don't like. <laughs> From eight to eighty. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the joys of success. You're right. You know, much like picking and choosing which gigs you want is a. Yeah. It's a moniker of success. There is there is something in the power of no. You know, that's not a option I have all the time. No. Or hardly ever, really. <laughs> no. It's true. That the gigs sense. I usually pass on, I'll, it hurts, but it's usually because, like, I'm not going to work Tampa on 4th of July weekend. There's no what one... What would be so bad about... There's oh, no one's going to be there. Oh, yeah. I mean... Do you want to go see comedy on the 4th of July? I'm no, different. and you're a comic. <laughs> no, people, I mean, people want to see fireworks, especially in Tampa. People are yeah. at the beach, they're outside, they're definitely not in the improv. Right. right. And anyone who is there has been day drinking all day. Yeah, it's the worst show ever. I got booed off the stage at Fort Lauderdale Improv. Oh my gosh. Booed off the stage, but I mean, comedy. it's, so it's terrifying. When I say boot off the stage, I mean like, I didn't like, (gasps) there was no like cringing, crippling that made me like run away. I still had to finish my time. Yeah, yeah. But that place is like connected to a casino. Yep. And so the people that, yeah, and so the people that were at the show, and I'm sure I, you know, this is years ago, I'm I'm a better comic than I was back then. But I, that was just one of those things that you just think about and laugh, and it's just like, God, how how good did it have to be to avoid being moved? You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, how I'm sorry, I'm not the Beverly Hillbilly slot machine that was entertaining <laughs> you before this. That's the what? thing too with casinos. Like, it's usually people who got free tickets because oh. they like lost all their money at the casino. <laughs> They're just like they do not want to be moved. Yeah, let's just take an hour break. Let's regroup at a comedy show, mm-hmm. and then we'll go back out there. Yeah. Oh, dear. We'll go, we'll watch a comic, we'll talk a whole bunch. <laughs> and then we'll go drink some more. All right, all right, all right good. <laughs> That's why you're our leader, Andy. Oh, my God. Do you guys like the food? This pizza is so good. This pizza's working. Well done. And it has, like, the open-faced egg on it, which is really a, a classy touch. 
I like to see the face of the things I eat. Me too. <laughs> as long as they're, well, I guess it's kind of animal. Yeah. That was one of the, like, I love crawfish, but the first time I ate them, that freaked me out was that the heads were still on them. Oh, really? Oh. And that you had to pop them off. Oh, yeah. That took, but then you taste me, you're like, I'm gonna rip the heads off of all these. <laughs> yeah, big time. Or you just like shucking. You rip crawfish before Esther? Like in the south, there's like it's like a whole culture. They like crawfish boil. They put oh, yeah. crawfish in a pot with like potatoes and corn on the cob. It's like bratwurst in Chicago. And I was like in that in Mobile, Alabama. They would have this this like micro brew that you could go there and from like four to seven they always had a crawfish pot boiling. And if you like bought one pint, they would just ladle you out as much crawfish. And I was like so broke, and you're just like, oh, 358? 358. Good Yeah. Um. I was in New Orleans like a couple of months ago, and I, there's nothing for me to eat. Like, everything is seafood. Every street smells like a different type of seafood. Do I, you not do seafood? No, it, I, I want to say that I do. I'll do like salmon, but I just totally don't like it. Because you're kosher? No, I'm just. I just was raised by like a Midwest like cheerleader and she never made fish. She made <laughs> hot dogs. Like, Meat and potatoes. Yeah, I eat like a white trash yeah. loser. Yeah, we were talking about that um, that Southern Illinois is not Northern Illinois. Oh God, no. We were really had to talk about that fitting. It's just, oh yeah, that's true. And I didn't realize, I guess like in Southern Illinois, that's, a, that's also a tri-state area. What are they, what is it? It's like, Illinois, Kentucky, and Tennessee, it's like they all meet. Oh, yeah. It's like, we, oh, it's the tri-state area. Would you think like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut? No, no, we have our own. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, I, a, I there's all kinds of empires and, yeah. you know, throughout the world, mm-hmm. throughout the states. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Like, uh, like there's in the Carolinas, they have like the high point. It's like the tri-city empire. Whatever. <laughs> or the Quad Cities in Iowa and Illinois. Right. Right. Which I used to knew all four of them. Which is useless at Quad Cities? Yeah. You know the Four Corners just got moved recently? What? About three or four years ago. They realized that, like, geographically, where they had had the monument of the Four Corners, like, ooh, this isn't really it. <laughs> You're so all they- in Nevada. <laughs> so now all these families have to go back. Retake the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. I, I don't think I've ever been to the the real Four Corners. My family drove through and um, when I was a kid, but it's been a while. Why are a million people calling me right now? They know you're um, eating lunch and doing a podcast. Yeah, that's how you get things uh, accomplished. Yeah. Go do other stuff. Go do other stuff. I have two text messages in my pocket as we speak that are, you know, <laughs> that are valid and need returning, but I'm not going to do it until I'm done eating this egg pizza. <laughs> I mean, I just totally shut down when the food comes. That's it's like all I want to do. We have priorities, Esther. That's what you do. <laughs> that's why we're here. But that's when I'm on a date. If the girl talks through the food, it's kind of a turn off. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that because you want to like. You don't want to just sit there and like be silently eating. No, you're right, everywhere. but there's there's a medium. 
Yeah. Like I've had I've had dates where the, like I've paid the bill and had another drink while she's still sitting there eating her entree and talking. And if the conversation would have been better, maybe I would have let it slide. But it's just like because you're so funny. You're so funny. And it's just like how many times you got to go mm-hmm before you realize the other person's on it that they're not interested. Oh. Oh yeah. Great. That's my least favorite thing. Uh, doing great, yeah. Everything's delicious. How are you, Bree? I'm, I'm doing well. I need to wake up. I need some coffee as well. Okay. I think I'm going to make it happen. Okay. So I just want to keep you guys updated. This coffee's working for sure. <laughs> I know. I need to go do that. But I know I'll be jumping off the wall if I do. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, one of my least favorite things to do is answer questions that people don't care about. <laughs> you know? There's like that social contract. Uh, oh, where are you from? Yeah. How, Sometimes how I like to know, though. That I don't... But I know what you mean, like, how's the weather? That's one. But mm-hmm. for me, like, well, if I know where someone's from, I feel like I have a better sense of who they are. No, I Absolutely. I agree with that. I was at an audition yesterday, and, um... Like, if someone's from Florida, don't like them. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> they're out. Florida or Texas. You're, yeah, you're out. Um, I'm glad we can all agree. Yeah. But I was at an uh, audition with Cato Kalen yesterday was for like some hosting thing. Oh, okay. And I've known, I don't, you know, we don't hang out or anything, but I know him kind of. Yeah, he was doing comedy for a little bit. He was doing comedy yeah. for a while. I remember uh, I was on the show at the um, Three of Clubs and he was just kind of getting into stand-up and he, he like saw my set and he's, he's like, Matt, I'd like to buy you a beer and bend your ear about comedy. That's like, so cool. Hey, I love that. Nice. It was genuine dudes on the planet. Kato's awesome. He's really, really awesome. But, um, and you start to realize, oh, maybe he didn't know anything because he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Well, he, he, really? Oh, he, he was involved in the trial. And it was the 20-year anniversary. He was living at OJ's place when the whole thing went down. Yeah. Whoa. And God bless him. I'm forgetting like, you're 12. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I, dude, I'm not up to speed with the OJ trial as much as I wish but I was. But how old are you? I'm 25. So I'm, you were five when it happened. I guess. So you should not miss anything. That's yeah. true. But I do remember like the car chase. Like I have memories of that yeah. happening in my family and watching it. I remember that because that was the first time I had to drive my dad's car by myself because he we were watching it and like. We lived about two miles up from these softball fields that our, a bunch of my dad's friends were playing at, and he was drunk, so he sent me at 14 to drive his car down to the softball field and be like, come to the house after the game, we're watching the OJ thing. That's wow. Cool. And, uh, yeah, that was, my mom was pissed. He's like, he's fine, he's fine, he'll be fine. I felt bad for Cato because he was saying, he's like, he's like, Los Angeles is such a difficult place for me to live in because everyone's so mean to me. Aww. Everyone's so mean to me all the time, and they don't even know me at all. Yeah. And it's just like, there's a level of famous, and then there's infamous. And when you become infamous, and people have an opinion about you without knowing you at all. Yeah. He's a real sweet man. Yeah. But, I feel like that's you know. how it, like Snooki's life is going to be. It's like, people are just going <laughs> to shit on her. Snooki deserves whatever the fuck <laughs> That's sort of true, I guess. Kato yeah. was just chilling at a dude's house, and that dude killed somebody. Snooki murdered hate- an entire culture. <laughs> That's true. Why do people hate Kato? Because he was they think he was involved in the murder? I think I don't know. I think people think he helped covered it up. Oh, okay. I have no idea. But I mean if you have the kind of personality that um because OJ and him, I don't think they really knew each other that well. I mean, well, they did to a certain extent. He, he was more do? of a friend of Nicole Brown. He was just like an L.A. hanger, hanging yeah. out he was, he was Making a scene. I think he was paying rent. Maybe he was paying rent. Mm. Might have been getting OJ low. I mean, who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah. It's very realistic a, guess. <laughs> you know, it's a very LA thing. But if you can get somebody to let you stay in their house for free. In I mean, Northwood? That's, that's an amazing personality you I have. Mean, that's what I'm going for, guys. <laughs> I'm just on stage working out my charm. Mm -hmm. I need a place to live. Hey, uh, Esther, what do you uh, want to share? Can I can imagine? smell that two-bedroom apartment on your breath. Take me home. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, buddy? <laughs> oh, man. Must be hard. Because men can be so lechy. And like the weirder they are, somehow the more aggressive they can be yeah. about it. Yeah. I have to say the thing about the OJ trial that I did never, I never really realized is that OJ Simpson was like a huge famous person. Yeah, yeah. No, he was like an American icon. The biggest. Yeah, that was the thing that really surprised me though, like when I realized that. Because I always thought, oh, it was just some basketball player. Like, basketball players kill people. That happens. Why is this such a big deal? They killed a football player. He like didn't like he would run into the end zone and just hand the ball to the referee. There was no celebration. Mm -hmm. He was just like he, became, he was one of the first black people that white people liked universally. That's pretty crazy. Though. Yeah. He was a Sydney Poitier of sports. Yeah. That's that's intense. And then he said, Then he went on to um And it was on like cereal boxes and stuff. Absolutely. He became a movie star. He was in all the police academy or oh, the, I didn't naked know that gun I movies. He was the spokesman for Hertz. He he was basically like like LeBron James level of endorsement. Yeah. He was that guy back. Wow. Back so he's then. not Aaron Hernandez, he's like LeBron. I gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like if Michael Jordan killed someone. Right, okay. Yeah, it really would have been that. I'm gonna go check my meter. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Not to, not to break this, the magic. That's okay. And you know what? We had lunch. We could break the magic anytime. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Yeah, he was uh, uh, the height of... Yeah, the height of what's I have to say my pizza had way too many onions on it, but mm -hmm. it was still really good. I think I regret getting no potatoes because I feel like that could have helped. But it, it, I'm very full and I'm very satisfied. And you have lunch for tomorrow. <laughs> or like a dinner thing. Uh, this is breakfast, <laughs> This is a breakfast pizza. It's true. I only had half my pizza, but it was very big and I felt very, very full. Good. And I've drank so much coffee that I'm going to like think that aliens abducted me by 3 o'clock today because <laughs> I get so paranoid and crazy. Right now, everything's yeah. just fine. I can't wait to see that pop up. <laughs> that turn. Esther, comedian Esther, found wandering the streets. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. Like, my come down from coffee is so intense. Like, I start thinking everyone around me hates me. I, like, it's so crazy. <laughs> I lock myself in my room. Like, I go insane. I don't know why I still drink coffee, hmm. but I do. Because it you makes me sad. Um, I, I, I don't know. know. I think he's coming I'll back. Take a he's box, coming back. Yeah, you're still working? I'm still working away, yeah, thank you. You can do it. You can do it. I drink probably like two solid cups in the morning just to kind oh, of... Oh, really? Yeah. Like you make it at home? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you get crashes still or no? Because I'm new, I think that's why I crash hard. Not really. I get more sluggish if I don't have a cup. Interesting. Because yeah. for me, like, I'm so sensitive, like, I, you know, I weigh like 103 pounds and I, <laughs> I know exactly what I myself this morning and um even though I put on 20 pounds since when I moved yeah. from the high end. well no I've lost it since then but I I don't drink I don't do drugs like so when I drink coffee it like I just am like high as a kite and right. can like 
exercise harder and like clean my house and I just it really <laughs> I don't know I think I'm coffee high right now that's, that's great that's why you drink coffee thank you very much yeah if you don't if you're doing some kind of like like addictive like like coffee or cigarettes like I used to smoke for a long time and when I first oh, really? started yeah and when I first started you like have that hit of a cigarette and you're like you kind of feel that head rush. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, but once that goes away, and the, like, the thrill is gone, so to speak. Right. Like, what's the point of continuing to do it? Are you getting, like, that, that rush anymore? Are you getting... That, uh, that's, like, is that... I think I heard, like, that's the definition of being addicted. Like, you need it to just feel normal now. Yeah. yeah. That's frightening. Because if I have that with coffee, I... I mean, everyone does. It's not that big of a deal, but I just don't want that. Uh, yeah, I will drink coffee all the time, and I never thought I would be... Uh, but I really started, I used to um, used to have a job where I had to wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, oh like 4 in the morning. So I was just... You an executioner? I remember <laughs> people, yes. I was like... Uh, um, it's a contract killer for the CIA. Yeah, do it. Yeah, hours do it. are just, you know, are intense, but Chris, the health benefits. So I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't have an uncle that's a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta trust the CIA. Um, my neighbor is also Okay. Well, this was a lot of fun. Is it? Uh, Thanks for having. Chris Porter on Twitter. Uh, I, I am on Twitter. Chris Porter. I am Chris Porter. Yeah. Cool. And I link all this stuff up. So. Uh, oh, cool, man. Yeah. Good. Good. Hold on, you need to take a mic in with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to capture all this. Have you ever been in a situation where you like were mic'd and somebody like... I mean, I'm sure. Right. You take it into the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I've been mic'd up a lot, especially during last comic and all that stuff. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I took it into the bathroom once or twice. That must have been fun. Who was, uh, who was your class of last comic standing for? Josh Blue, Ty Barnett. Gabe Glacius, mm-hmm. Bill Dwyer. The Bill Man. Yeah. I saw him on the flyaway the other day. That was pretty hilarious. What's the flyaway? It's a, it's a bus you can take from LAX. Oh. oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That is so the opposite of what I thought you were going to say, which was like, oh, it's a TV show on NBC. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Oh, it's a bus. It's us trying to save money. Right. Taking an hour and a half to get home. <laughs> yeah, Bill and I were on a, a TV series together for Cartoon Network. Oh, that's like, right. Back in the back in the day. Yeah. I love Bill. He's great. I think he's gonna come do this. You know. Oh, awesome. I think it's gonna be me, him, and Andy Kindler. Oh, that'll be. That'll yeah. Be kind. We're gonna of come here and get the exact same thing. Oh, right so, now. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh. No, just, just down the line. Um, I have to use my meter, but this was so fun. So fun. Thank uh, you for lunch. What's your website? Do you have a website, Twitter? Or? Uh, you can just, everything's all on Twitter. Everything's all on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Good all right. to see you. Good to see you as well. I'm yeah. going to stand up. I'm going to hug. So fun. <laughs> see you later. Have a great Bye, day. Bye. Bye. All right, that was it. That was the episode. Thanks again to Esther and Chris for hanging out. Hope you guys had a good time. Make sure and find them online at Little Esther at ChrisPorterIsFunny.com or, dare I say, go to MattKnudson.com. Also, if you've been listening to the show and you're enjoying it, uh, shoot me an email and stay in touch. It's GrabbingLunch at gmail.com. However you can keep in touch, I encourage you to do it. We are here every Saturday and... um, In the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for listening. God bless. Good night.